All right. Well, I have a really exciting episode for you today because we're going to be talking about going from burnout to on fire. Now, I know you might be listening, sitting to this and thinking, hey, Jason, I'm not burned out. Why are you talking about this? Well, whether you realize it or not, you might actually be more stressed out than you realize because a lot of studies say that about 80% of people are stressed out. And you might be just one bad conversation or one bad day away from getting pushed into burnout. And so I'm excited today to have Angela Noel with me, and we're going to talk about how you can go from burnout to on fire. So let's roll that episode. Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, and you're in the right place to start transforming your career and life with this podcast. I've been in the trenches as an executive leader, and now I'm an executive coach and confidential advisor to executives all over the world. I use a multidisciplinary approach to improve learning that drives transformation by getting to the root cause in a practical, no-nonsense way. I love learning and sharing what makes people tick. You get both education and entertainment, since learning shouldn't be boring, right? But that's enough about me. This podcast is a combination of intuitive leadership, neural influence, and mental mastery to take your career and life to levels you've never thought possible. If you're wanting to improve yourself, develop stronger relationships professionally and personally, make quicker, better decisions, and become a more effective leader, then of course, This podcast is for you because you are going to learn how to manage emotions in yourself and others, avoid burnout, stress, and anxiety, master your mind, get people to listen and take action, and become a lifelong learner. And when you do that, you will have a positive mental attitude, executive leadership presence, and the skills to know exactly what to say and do in any situation. I'm glad you're here. So, let's get started. All right, Angela, welcome today. I know I always like to do this at the beginning. People can't see it that are on the video, but it's like, I love to rub my my hands together like, Oh, I love it. I love it. In Chinese medicine, we say that's like activating the chi when you rub your hands together. So oh, it is. it's like that reminds me like the old karate kid, you know, when Mr. Miyagi did that and then he like rubbed his hands together and put it on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. It's good love stuff. it. Love it. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to talk about a little bit of healing kind of too, I guess, in, in, in a way today. Right. Because um, I'm excited to have you on because, you know, you you have this fire program. Right. And, and you're kind of helping people that have gone through burnout. So so maybe, you know, again, just give a, a, a brief intro on kind of how how you help people, because um, I've got lots of questions, because like I said, a lot of people are way more stressed out than they realize. And yeah. I think there's some simple things we can do so we don't end up, you know, going down in flames <laughs> instead of getting on fire. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So a lot, like you said, Jason, I think burnout is one of those things. A lot of people don't realize that they are in, they might have negative connotations. Maybe they heard about somebody that was in burnout from a previous experience. And 
what most people don't realize is that any form of stress is ultimately often going to lead to burnout. And it can show up in the, the mind, it can show up in the body, and it can show up in the spirit. So I am here to help the driven business owner, entrepreneur, just end burnout so that they can have everything that they want in their life. They want they have the FIRE. So FIRE is an acronym for financial abundance, inner peace, radiant health, and energy alignment so that they can have more fun and freedom in their life and joy and happiness. Because let's face it, that's what most people want, don't they? Well, fun and freedom, those are two of my highest values. So I love, I love that you actually brought those up. I actually my the company values are all F's too. I just like F words. <laughs> I think I noticed that. But I'm pump right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that have been listening for a while, right? You know that. But but I wanted to, you know, maybe because I, I want to jump in and talk about the FIRE acronym because I, I think it's it's brilliant too in, in kind of just the basics that I understand about it because I think what you're doing are some pieces people normally don't think about right and so but but I wanted to before we kind of jump into that I wanted to kind of talk about maybe some warning signs and what this means is because again as I as I said at the beginning right um, and you even just kind of said here a lot of people are probably like well I I'm not in burnout that's what other people do right I'm a strong person I would never get burned out right but I'm thinking there's probably some warning signs, right, to know if you're getting closer, right? Are there certain warning signs that you typically see? Yeah, you know, especially for the overdoers and the overachievers of the world who feel like they're checking all the boxes, right? They, um, I'm doing all my workouts and, you know, I'm doing really well at that. And I'm going and I'm, um, I'm eating my salads every day and I'm doing all the right things, like often box checkers. I would say are the, I mean, burnout, I think is, uh, uh, you know, is everywhere, but for the more subtle, the people that are experiencing burnout and it's more subtle and they don't believe that they're in burnout, I would say it's that group of people because they feel like they're doing everything right. And like kind of that perfectionist persona, right? When what they're actually doing is they are living their lives by a checklist and not necessarily living in alignment to who they truly are. Basically what I'm saying is they're living their lives according to what they think they should be doing according to somebody else's standards and not what truly makes them happy. Mm. And so I'm guessing those people too that are kind of the overdoers, the box checksters, the perfectionists, right? They're going along thinking that everything is running on all cylinders, right? They're, they're probably the ones that hit the wall harder than other people because it really creeps up onto them and they don't realize how tired they actually are. Cause that's why, you know, I'm thinking about it, it's like, okay, people that are listening, right? Well, I'm not in burnout. Well, do you wake up tired in the morning? Are you tired yeah. all during the day? Right. Do you feel yeah. like you don't have enough energy? You know, all of these things that I think most people would say, well, yeah, I am kind of tired. Right. Yeah. And I'm, and it's not just like, I didn't get a good night's sleep one night. I haven't gotten a good night's sleep in a month or two months yeah. or a year, right? That yeah. those are probably, again, some of the things that can be creeping up on people and they don't even realize it. And they don't realize it because, you know, what we're, we're 
you know, we live in a society where it's just, we're expected to just do certain things and overdo. And we don't really even know, most people don't even realize that there are options. You don't have to live that way. And for people that are chronically tired, we'll just talk about that because that's a, you know, an epidemic in my opinion is that so many people are tired. And when I had my acupuncture practice, these were the people that you know, they thought, okay, well, I'm tired. That's just the way that it is. Like everybody's tired. And then they come to the acupuncture clinic and they're like, you know what? Like I have this like random thing, you know, that just <laughs> popped up in my life. This, you know, I, I was walking on, on the sidewalk and all of a sudden, you know, my knee went out, you know? So it's like those they're like, I wasn't really even doing anything. And I hurt myself. And it could be because they're tired, they weren't paying attention, or maybe they're out of, you know, they didn't stretch, or um, they're not taking care of their body the way that their body wants to be taken care of. So there's so many ways that burnout happens. But for those that are, I, I mean, just talking from the standpoint of being tired, I think that most people are tired. If you're somebody that, like you said, you wake up tired, you need to drink coffee throughout the day just to get through your work day. And if you stop, this is another thing that I hear often from my women clients. If I sit down once during the day for more than 30 seconds, I will fall asleep. That is so, so common. If you're feeling that, chances are you're in burnout. Yeah. Well, and it's, and we're not talking about, because there is a thing called adrenal fatigue, right? Which is, or adrenal, I think it's what it is, fatigue. Adrenal right? fatigue, yeah. Adrenal fatigue, which is, which is really, um, I mean, that's like to another level, right? Yeah. At that, at that point, but, but it's, it's this, this whole idea that again, and it's, let me, let me, let me go back and say it this way. Is it okay to have burnout? Is it okay if I feel like I'm burning out, if I feel like I'm tired all the time? Is it okay for me to admit that? Is it okay to admit that, that I actually have it? Um, well, I think most people feel that by admitting that you have burnout or admitting just that you're tired and you need to just you know take it down a few notches, that that must mean that you're not good enough. You know, you're not a good enough parent. You're not a good enough business owner. You're not a good enough wife, husband, partner, daughter, son. And, you know, that I think that just comes from, you know, years and years of living in a culture where, as we were discussing earlier, Jason, just being in a, a masculinized culture where overwork, overdoing, all that is in, in productivity is valued. And to actually say, hey, you know, I need to take a break, then there's often this feeling like, oh, I'm letting somebody down. And then we're going into people pleasing and all the other things that come from there. So the thing is, our normal state is to be thriving, is to be healthy, is to be happy, to feel good. And most people don't think that's even possible because it's not something that's like been infused into our culture. We just think this is the norm. And by us saying that we're burned out, we must not be, nor we must not be normal. There's something wrong with us. 
Yeah, because that's what that's where I was kind of trying to go with this, because I, I feel like it's it's in this way, but also so many other parts of our life is that we feel like we can't admit if any of these things are happening, because, you know, it must mean that there's something wrong with me when there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Look around. If, if 10 people are around you, seven or eight of them are feeling exactly the same way you are, but they're just afraid to admit it, just like you're afraid to admit it, right? I mean, that's, that's why, again, especially here in the U.S., we have a mental health crisis, but nobody's yeah. talking about it, right? And, and burnout and some of these other things all kind of go with that. And, you know, I'm guessing too, like the clients that you work with, right? Just saying it or admitting it to yourself and realizing it's okay has to release a lot of the tension that goes along with it, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just by saying it out loud or, or telling a confidant, I mean, you know, that's why we, you know, we find refuge in, in talking to each other, right? That's why COVID was such a, um, was so hard for so many people is that lack of connection when we can connect with other people and tell them how we are truly feeling. That is a huge weight off our shoulders. And I, I you know, going to what you were saying about we have a mental health problem. Yeah, if you're in, you know, what we often believe we need to do as a culture is if we're feeling, say we're feeling, we we're getting migraines as a result of burnout, because that's often a, a sign of burnout, right? Or back pain. A lot of people tend to go right to their, their medical doctor, which I'm all for uh, Western medicine, emergency medicine, we need that. But oftentimes doctors will just say something like, well, you're stressed, like, and they'll, they'll work within their scope of practice and how they were trained, nothing against them. And they'll either prescribe something or they'll say, well, this is just something, you know, if you develop a condition from the stress, high blood pressure, heart disease, well, this is just something that you have to deal with for the rest of your life. And this is what I'm going to prescribe to you. I think doctors are getting a little bit better about that, but that's been the standard for care. So really burned out people are not getting the attention that they actually need when they actually need it, which is before it actually becomes a big problem. Yeah. Well, and, it, and it's not, you know, again, it's not that you're weak. It's just, you know, sometimes again, it's just like a battery in any electronic device, right? If you run it long enough without recharging it, eventually it's going to run out. Right. And, and again, a lot of times that frenetic nature that we tend to be in of, you know, overperforming, do, 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 I got to be the best mother in the world, the best father in the world, you know, whatever it happens to be that we tend to overextend ourselves, really to, you know, have us kind of crash and burn a little bit. Right. Which yeah. is, which is what you're helping people with. And so, you know, I know, you know, you work with a lot of female entrepreneurs, but what we're going to talk about is really relevant for anybody, right? Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here because, so, so let's talk a little bit about the fire process that you have, kind of what each of these are, because 
like I said, as, as you kind of told me what they were, I was like, ah, oh, most people don't have that or haven't thought about that thing. So let's let's go through and kind of talk about each one of them and yeah, sure. and what it what it you know how you help people to get away from the burnout and instead yeah. be on fire. We're on, on fire. fire instead of burned out from from the fire. You're actually you're on fire. You are the fire. <laughs> you are that. You are the actual fire. And I want everybody listening to know that it is possible for each and every one of you out there who you're if you're going through a hard time that. It is possible to be on fire and it is possible to thrive. So my unique method is called Reclaim Your Fire. It's also the name of my podcast. And what I do is, so I, I'm at, my training is originally in Chinese medicine. I had a practice in Boston for 12, 11 years, and I closed it just last year in 2020. So what, the idea is that our most important asset is our health, our physical body. So I work with clients, oftentimes they reach out to me when they're having um, a physical condition manifest from burnout, stress, not having boundaries, you know, it goes on. There's so many ways that burnout happens. And so we work really closely on getting their health in check by forming that foundation. So the R and fire is radiant health. So when you think about a radiantly healthy person, you know, they glow, right? They have, uh, they're feeling on top of the world. They're waking up, like you said, they're feeling not tired. They're feeling energetic. And it's like, I got another day above ground. I'm so excited. I'm happy to be alive, right? Yes, they're grateful. I, I work with gratitude a lot um, because really it's about raising our vibration, right? And, um, and implementing habits that will support these things so the next way is so i stands for inner peace and i know i'm jumping around i'm not going in order but um i is inner peace so once we kind of you know I'm, we're always working on the foundation of getting the body physical body in check and then i'm bringing in the other aspects of the fire so inner peace like what is it that you need to do or who do you need to be to have inner peace. And it may just be a matter of check, looking at your to-do list or looking at your day-to-day -day life and seeing what is in there that is not aligning with inner peace. And it could be just something really simple like, oh, you know, when so-and-so so texts me, I don't need to respond to them right away. I can maybe respond to them later or over the weekend or at a time that's convenient for you. So what, whatever habits are involved, I talk about habits a lot to bring in inner peace. And then for the F in fire is financial freedom or financial abundance, because most people, you know, money is an interesting thing. And I've been through this myself where most people don't talk about money or it's shameful to talk about money or it's embarrassing or you don't talk about how much you make. I, that's how I grew up. But really money is just energy and money is a, a reflection of who we are and that's all it is. So if you're listening to this and you're not in the financial situation or place that you want to be, this is an invitation to really look at where am I in my health? Where am I in my inner peace? And finally with E is energy alignment and energy is so, 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 so important. And I, I don't mean to brush over the money piece, but 
bringing it all together in the fire is when the energy alignment is about tapping into, you know, what works best for my energy, not, you know, yes, energy, how we think of it, we all want more energy. Most of us don't feel like they have, we have enough energy, but also what works best for my individual energy system. And I talk in that category about the balance of yin and yang and um, also the divine masculine and feminine energies, which are, you know, energy in its purest form. We need to have a balance in Chinese medicine. We talk about this, you know, and you know, the, the black and white Taiji symbol. Mm -hmm. So that represents yin and yang and the balance in the entire universe, right? And we're just microcosms of the entire universe. So when we're not in balance, you know, whether we're too much in the masculine or which is overdoing, overcommitting, people pleasing, doing all the things of being in a very busy culture, then we're gonna start to notice our feminine become more and more wounded, right? Our intuition gets cut off. For women who are cycling, maybe your period starts to, um, you start noticing imbalances or you develop endometriosis or infertility. I dealt with that so much in my acupuncture practice. So it's a very holistic approach to working with clients where it's not just about the physical body because that's why I left clinical work was I just felt like I was only working with people's physical health and it's not just about physical health because if we don't have the other pieces of the fire, then we don't really have physical health or those physical conditions are going to keep coming back, which is what I saw all the time in the practice. Yeah. Cause you're just, you're just band-aiding the symptom instead of actually getting rid of the root cause. Right. Exactly. Yeah, well, and what I want to kind of do then too is is just because again, for some people listening, some of these concepts might be like, "Holy crap, I've never heard of that before." Well, let's just yeah. bear with us, right? Let's let's talk a little bit about this because I think sometimes there's some some misconceptions as well, right? And so, you know, the yin and yang, masculine, feminine, that is not male, female, right? Okay, it's it's like you kind of talked about the masculine energy is more the doing the overthinking the you know that kind of stuff where the the feminine how how would you describe that i guess different yeah so um so for the masculine i like to think of the the sun you know when mm -hmm. i'm describing the sun and daylight and strong energy you know people during the day are often like bustling around right whereas the feminine is more the moon it's more inward, it's more nighttime, it's more quiet. It's the feminine energy is about getting in touch with your inner wisdom. So going within and tapping into your intuition. And what most people don't realize is that, you know, because we've been living in this culture where like we were talking in a previous conversation, Jason, of what was it, control and- Command and control. Command and control, right? We're used to being told what to do and how to think and how to live our lives. We're used to being taking in information from the external to inform how we make decisions and 
what school we go to and, and what book we're going to read and who we marry, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But what most people don't know is that all of that knowledge that aligns with who we truly are when we were born, when we incarnated on this planet, that's our truest nature. And I might be going a little out there, but what I'm saying is that we all have that knowledge to make the decisions that are going to make us happy so that we're not in constant burnout and fatigue because we're always doing what we feel other people or other organizations want from us. Well, and so really kind of from the energy alignment, because I wanted to try to maybe give a couple of examples for people to maybe where this is kind of like new to them, right? And again, it's, it's, it's about balance, okay? And anytime that we get out of balance, things start not going our way, right? So again, it has nothing to do with whether you're male or female, right? Think about the balance in your life, let's say, right? And yeah. so I love the example of art and science, okay? So if we, if we take art and science, we could say, well, science is kind of like the masculine energy, right? The numbers, the logic, the things like that, right? Art is the beauty, the flowing, the whatever, right? Okay, mm -hmm. so, so if, we, if we take this in as, as an example, if I'm, a, if I'm a scientist, but all I do is science, 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 right? I'm probably not going to be a very good scientist. You got to have some art with the science, okay? Yeah. In fact, I was just, you know, hearing today, and, and this is true, you, you look at some of the greatest scientists of all time, they were also great artists. Leonardo mm -hmm. da Vinci is one of those people. Mm -hmm. Even Albert Einstein fabulous scientist but the man played a violin like nobody's business right he he had that balance in his life that's what we all need that's some of the energy alignment right yeah. another one another simple one even can be is like you said where it's it's what works for you right so some people one of the people on my team he didn't like to get up until 11 or 12 each day great Right. So he works from like 12 until I don't know, whenever he, he kind of works throughout the day and goes to bed at like midnight or two in the morning. That's what works for him. Right. That balances his energy or his circadian rhythm. Right. Doesn't work for me. Right. At 10, 1030, I'm a I'm a pumpkin. I'm in bed. Right. <laughs> Even sometimes at 830. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so that's kind of what we're talking about, too, from an energy perspective as well, right, to try to help make some analogies for people that are like, well, this is the first time I've heard about it. So it's think about in your life, do you feel unbalanced in certain yeah. ways? Maybe here's an opportunity for you to rebalance some of that energy. Yeah, yeah. And, and I like how you, you explained it really simply. It's, you know, how are you, this is an opportunity to really look at yourself and look at your life and, and discover, you know, how are you, how are you really feeling? Like, Jason, how are you really feeling? How do you feel in your body? Um, and most people don't really even know how to answer that question. Most people don't even know who they are. And it really just comes down, I think, like you said, just keeping it super, super stupid, simple, like not like you're stupid, but like ridiculously simple so that people 
can really start to tune into this way of being because when you start to really connect with yourself and connect with how you're feeling and know, I mean, most people know, wouldn't you agree? Like something doesn't feel right, right? They go to, the, they go to their job and it's like, oh, like this doesn't feel good. You know, most people know, at least know when they feel good or when they feel bad. And then you just kind of build on that over time. And I think what I would like to impart is that it just, you know, to give yourself grace and space to discover this about yourself. It's not something that's gonna happen in a, you know, a two hour class. Like it's, it's a lifetime of exploration. Yeah. Well, I wanted to go back and talk a little bit about some of these other ones because the financial, the F, is, yeah. is one too, right? Where, you know, and again, it's, it's, it's one of those where I can't remember the numbers, but it's, it's too, too big of a number, 70 or 80% of people in the U S are living paycheck to paycheck. Right? Yep. And, and we also know that, you know, one of the biggest stressors in marriages, one of the biggest reasons for divorce is finance, money. finances, money, 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 money. Right. And so, you know, I remember being taught very early by my by my parents and by other kind of family mentors that I knew who were successful, right? And is they, one of the guys that I used to work for, he, he said, it doesn't matter how much you make, it matters how much you spend. Mm -hmm. And so his point always being, right, he was a very good person who saved some of his money to be able to be, you know, financially free, in, in, um, you know, cause, cause what I've, what I've seen and what I tell a lot of people sometimes is people think, well, I can't save any money or I can't do anything or I can't, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. So they feel all that pressure financially and something as simple as having one month or three months worth of savings has like this calming effect on people who have been used to their whole life just never having money in the bank. I was just talking to somebody actually a little while ago, and I think they've got three or $4,000 in their savings account now. It's the most this person has ever had in their savings account in their life. How do you think that makes them feel, right? Mm -hmm. Much different, much different, right? Because all that anxiety and the stress and the everything else, and yeah, it's not a great amount of money, but for this person, it's huge, right? And so I know the financial abundance goes much further than that, but was trying to think of, of you know, kind of a simple thing. I don't know if you, if you share other things with people about how does that pillar kind of work to help us so that we, we can be on fire. We can feel like we're powerful instead of feeling like we're burned out or, or small. Yeah, I'm so glad that we're, we're picking this apart, Jason. And first of all, I just disclaimer, I don't consider I'm, I'm not a, a money um, expert as far as like financial planning. My angle with financial abundance is the idea that when you can get your, you know, your ducks in a row, right, those, those components of the fire, when you can get your health in check, when you align with who you are, when you're creating and doing the things that you love, when you truly learn how to 
practice self-care that is more than just going to the nail salon and going to the massage, but it's really a matter of really getting um, in tune with what you're saying yes to and what you're saying no to. And you lead from your heart and not your head, the money is going to just come. So that is, that is how I work with people. I have single-handedly, I've seen it happen with my, my clients, with myself, with people, my friends. And I know it sounds, it might sound like magic or kind of woo-woo. There are some really good books out there that talk about this subject. Just money is just a tool. It's just energy and it's a reflection of who we are internally. And if we're always hating our, on ourselves, or even, you know, you were talking about the people that just knew, now have three or $4,000 in their bank account, where this before they did not, and they never had that kind of savings. What was the conversation that they were having every single day in themsel- within themselves or with their spouse or whoever they're sharing their life with about money? Was it, you know, is it, was it coming from a place of possibility or was it coming from a place of fear? And, and, you know, this translates into all aspects of our life. What we think about expands, right? So some people who you may have listened to or watched the secret, right? Like the law of attraction, what we, how we go about our day, every single thought, every single thought that we think on a daily basis is going out there and is being either felt by somebody. So how many times have you been out and you know you, you thought of a person and then you run into them or they text you or they call you? Or how many times have you worried about something happening and it actually happens <laughs> because you're ruminating and you're thinking about it? Well, you can actually use that brain of yours, you know, that big brain in our heads and choose your thoughts, or at least become aware, it starts with awareness. And then with awareness becomes choice, right? I'm choosing a new thought. And over time, it's really astounding at what happens with people's finances. Well, and it's, it's interesting, because again, kind of these four areas, right? Financial, kind of the inner, inner piece, the, the health, aspect and then just kind of the alignment energy and the alignment of of what you're doing right is that when any one of these is off kilter we're out of balance right so here instead of just talking about yin and yang as as two right we're talking kind of about four things you know and so again you know think about this how hard is it to have inner peace if you're fearful and worried all the time about money that's going to be where you're focusing your attention. Yeah. And it's going to be hard for you to have that inner peace, right? If there's something wrong with your health, how hard is it going to be for you to, maybe you can't go to work or you have to put your business on hold. So your health affects your finances. And is that going to affect your inner peace? Probably, you know, as well, right? It's like, we have all these different little moving pieces but as, as, as we're, we're kind of balancing them and setting into it that way, that's how we're kind of creating this, I don't know, life, lifeboat, if you will, yeah. um, you know, to where we, we're protected. We're protected if something happens because 
if I feel that inner peace, doesn't matter what's going on around me. I can go inside and I can feel the peace, even if it's chaotic around me, right? Yeah. Even if all hell goes loose financially, right? If, if, if things are okay in that area, there's nothing to be afraid of. And like you said, really from a financial abundance perspective, there's never ever anything to be afraid of because money always comes. No matter how much money or how little money I've ever had in my life, there's always been more. And there's always been enough and more than I need at any given time. You know, and one, I just wanted to your point, Jason, about, you know, there's always money, no matter how much or how little one activity, one um, tip that I heard from a coach that I, I was at a talk once and she talked about this. She said, if you find a penny on the sidewalk, you pick that penny up and you celebrate that penny like you just picked up. $10,000 $10,000 because it's still money. It's the energetic <laughs> money. And how many people out there, I'm guilty of this, have thrown pennies away like, oh, it's just a penny. What you're saying is that you don't appreciate money and money needs to be respected. Just like anything that you want more of, you know, like if you, if you like plants, right? If you, if you take care of plants or your garden, are you going to allow your garden to just, are you, are you not going to water it and weed it? Or if you have house plants, are you just going to, you know, put it in a corner in the dark and just leave it? I mean, I know some people do that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but for people that truly identify as being like plant lovers or, or gardeners, you know, no, you want to, uh, you want to tend to your garden and, and take care of your plants and, and, and nurture your plants and that you could, talk about your children or, you know, anything that's important to you. So the same thing goes for money is treating it with respect. Well, and it's kind of, you know, as again, as we're we're talking about it, these, these four areas that you talk about, because how much of the time do we not really respect, for example, our health Yeah. or something else, right? Is, is that that's where the, the gratitude um, and, and, and the respect for that stuff really comes in, right? I mean, if, if you're feeling out of balance, it's probably because there's some part of your life that you're not as grateful for or focusing attention on, right? So again, we can look, we'll just use extremes, right? <laughs> we can do that on a podcast. But, you know, if you're just, if you just love on your plants and you have a house full of plants that are, you know, wonderful, but you totally neglect and forget you have kids and you forget to feed them. (laughs) Okay. Or, you know, whatever. Right. I mean, if you're neglecting one part of your life, then you're not really going to be in that balance as well. Right. And, and really to have that power to, to get up, to be excited, to be alive every day, all of those things have to kind of be playing in tandem. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and also, let's face it, we're human beings, right? And, and this is not an invitation to go into perfectionism, right? Because sometimes we forget, I forget to water my, I, I water Wednesday is my day to water my plants. Sometimes it doesn't happen until the weekend, you know, and it's, it's about, um, you know, it's, it's a fine line between setting, setting goals, right? Setting your intention. And also, um, 
you know, forgiving yourself if you don't get it right the first time. And also knowing that tomorrow or even the next minute of your life is a new beginning. So it's a matter really of, like you said, the gratitude, because fear and gratitude can exist in the same space. Yep. And, um, and being gentle, learning baby steps, how to be gentle with yourself if yeah. you make a mistake and forget to water your plants or feed your children. Yeah, well, and as, as always, we ended up talking about a lot of different things and there's layers in this episode. So this is one of those episodes you might want to listen to more than one time because you're probably going to get something out of it different the next time, right? But, you know, Angela, thanks, thanks for coming on. I mean, maybe just to kind of, because we started off kind of talking a little bit about burnout, you know, as well. And the fact that a lot of people are more tired than they need to be, you know, and, and this ends up sometimes affecting all these other aspects of our life that we've been talking about. So, so I know we've talked about a lot of things that people can do, but again, maybe just kind of one or two kind of quick takeaways for people here at the end. It's like, you know, so that you don't end up going down that route. What are one or two simple things you can do today or this week to at least start moving yourself in the right direction, right? Because that's, that's, that's the whole idea is we're, as long as you're moving in the right way. Yeah, that's all we got to do, right? Just every day, keep moving a little bit the right way that we want to go. And you know, you'll be surprised that even just taking little steps in that direction um will can make big impact over time so you know the first thing we talked about gratitude i think about was it man's search for meaning victor frankel that book mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where he talks about you know i mean his he was in hell you know or what most people would interpret as hell and he expressed gratitude for what he had so expressing gratitude even if it's you know you don't have what you want right now but what you have is already enough and i think starting there because in the presence of gratitude there's no fear so that and i think also just the second one would be to practice grace with yourself is just to give yourself plenty of space and grace to be a human being because none nobody's perfect but at the same time, we're perfectly imperfect. And we're all here to, I believe, show up and be who we truly are. And when we're who we truly are, then we can actually start to make an impact in this world. Yeah. Well said. And you know, I know a lot of people that are that are listening are some of those overthinkers, overdoers, box checkers. Um and I, I love that last point that have some grace with yourself, right? Is that there's, there's no reason to beat ourselves up or to say things to ourselves that we would never say to another person. It's something I'm still working on every single day, right? Because again, the way, you know, really hit me when I heard it from several different places, but, you know, would you talk to someone that you love the way you talk to yourself mm -hmm. and if the answer is no then you better stop it right it's yeah, time stop it stop it 
it's time to start having some grace with yourself and realize that, you know, like I said, I mean, the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Mm-hmm. And as long as we're making, you know, we're, we're, we're moving that way to just have grace with yourself. And that's going to bring more of that inner peace that we're all really wanting anyway. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So Angela, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How's, how's the best way for people to, to be able to reach out to you? Um, so I have an Instagram account. It's um, i.am.angelanoel. So you can find me there. I have a podcast called Reclaim Your Fire. And then I also have a website, angelanoelinternational.com. Okay. International.com. All right. We'll put all that in there. And thank you, my friend, for coming on today. I love, I love these kind of conversations because we, we never know where it's going to go, but I just love having the conversations and let it go where it needs to, because since you're still listening, right, you got something out of this podcast today, um, this discussion that we had that you didn't even realize you might've needed to know. So you know, main idea, listen to Angela, take some of these steps, just practice with some gratitude. Now having a little bit more grace with yourself and, uh, and just keep plodding forward so that you can be on fire because that's where we all want to be, right? It's life's a lot more fun when we're doing that, when we're having fun. Um, and when the energy level is up. That's right. All right. Thanks again, my friend. Thank you, Jason. Thank you so much. Thanks. It was a wonderful discussion. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Jamming with Jason. Keep on rocking in the audit world. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you enjoyed the most about the podcast. And you may even be featured on a future episode. When you're ready to turbocharge your leadership development, join the Briefing Leadership Program where you get access to everything in one place and can interact directly with me in the group. If you'd like to earn continuing professional education for listening to today's episode, head on over to C-Risk Academy's video on-demand learning platform at ondemand.criskacademy.com. Not only do you get a CPE certificate, but you will also have access to hundreds of video on-demand learning opportunities. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.